0: It's somebody that most of you don't know, but that's okay. He's one of my mentors, going on be and I'm just going to you to introduce him to you. He uh, you knows not here, because he's great. Uh, and uh, some of you know, him. I know, but not everybody does, and that's okay. Uh, he taught leadership and spiritual life principles in, in a little course he called strategics. I have a little notebook in my office still. I still refer to it. They usually like little, uh, little drawings uh, or small picture, uh or, or a couple of words and then uh, a one or two line statement following the rest of the principle. And then just, the rest of the just blank, is going to give us some ideas about it. One of the most challenging principles that i heard from them. It's called the light sentence. Um. Oh, um, huh, Okay. Well, that's what I wanted to. I forgot what I put together. If you follow along the, in the uh, university, yeah, you know uh, that's, that's the easier one so, um, I can not simplify that for themselves. Anyway, so much. It's here uh, along with, uh, you know, some, some research and some personal observations, that the work of a man or woman's life will eventually be summed up in a sentence. And then he asks, what's your sentence? And yeah, he quotes that, that each person is responsible to be the author a Peter her life consumer. Uh three same by the way, I believe it's spot on. Everybody's life can be summed up in a sound or two. Yeah, I I had the uh Lubiacon Weddings are far more fun than funeral. you understand know that? Right? Uh, I found far more funeral power than I have weddings. So, that's why like they to talk uh, But, you yeah, know, there, there are times, many times in you know, when we stop and ask people to share something. And, and person's life is often comes up, in you know, a in a sentence or two, or somebody reads a little poem, or somebody remembers a story. Sometimes we would tell not told that stories during the service, but, you know. Uh, but this concept, this principle that, that I'm responsible for authoring and writing my life sentence, I me to this day. I have I an idea where I want to go, but what will my life sentence be? some someday someone will summarize my life in a sentence or so. And the question I want to answer is will it serve? Will it fear soul music and this message? Or will it just be about it? See, I ask myself this question, what is my core essential message? But if I do that, I want to say, How about you? You don't have to be a pastor or a preacher or a Sunday school teacher or whatever, to have a core message. Your life the message. And the question is, what is it? What, what core essential message is your life? The combination of the words you speak and the actions you do, what your words react is the combination of what is the core message of your life. So both life is closed. Well has to be true. If you could write the things people will say about you as your girl, what would you write? If, what, what do you want them to say about you if you sit around the table you with know, a Someday, someone will summarize your life So, what is your message? What will people say sums up your life when your are How does your life center? steer souls to Jesus in this passage. Now, this is the second part of uh, our teaching series on Jesus. And that focus in fact, the focus is how Jesus shows us what God wants for us and what He wants to do in us and through us. There are two things that we see when we look at Jesus. If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. That's the first thing. With all things you can do, but what is God like? What is Jesus? And at the real Jesus? Not. Okay, well, we can talk about that later. The other thing Jesus right awesome. yeah, so says is what God wants for us. What does God want a person who's filled with his spirit to be like? To get to know Jesus, and even if we need to forget everything we thought we knew about him, we probably need to forget that. See, so there are almost as many that of who Jesus is that there are people who say they believe in him. Uh, and if you're like most folks, don't be upset with you, but it's probably true if you think about it, and I talk to you long enough, you might realize it's true. Uh, if you're like most folks, you view of Jesus looks an awful lot like you. Of course, you'd like yeah. to send a music I like to use. Like that okay. a stop on my tattoo. There's all kinds of different ways people live as Jesus, but I amazingly, mean, anyway, if you sit down long enough and talk to them long enough, you find out that Jesus is an awful lot like they are. Before I want well, to Mark Richter's Jesus like, to find out if Jesus Light really can be summed up in a sentence or two, I know some of you are going, Well, look, I already know four books about him, and I see Mark Luke is gone. So, yeah, I think that's kind of blowing a light, but it's a principle I don't have to adore. Well, I don't think I actually think so because I'm about to teach you to forget something that you think mentioned. You know. Here is Mark chapter 1, verses 14 and 15. After John, the baptizer, the one who had baptized Jesus, a, a couple verses before that, after John was in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. True that. Yeah, be, right? Mark lost the indecent very first sermon. Yeah. Some of you would love to have live their happen in the church and leave the mangrove. A ten second sermon. This is a masterpiece. Really this is a wonderful sermon. This is the whole thing. The time has come. The kingdom of God is come near. Repent and believe the good news. Amen. Well, oh, I have. I want to put one into this very first sermon, the very first sermon, the that four essential minute message that Jesus life, that summed up in 17 words and he chose that The time to come, the king God is here, near, repent. What are you saying? To I want to invite you to ask for one of to clarify you. short. I think very short. Has to be true. Someday someone will summarize your life and study yourself. It, the question is will it spin soul for Jesus and his methods or not? What, what will people say summed up your life? How did your life in people go? What well, a lot of really good church people who seem to just through life in this uh, I have been with church people all my life. Well, I'm telling my parents yet. Even in the hospital, mom was there. So, uh, when I was born, I was the first time, and I, I hoped to be the last time I was in the hospital, but that by the wayside. But, uh, but I've known church people all my life, and I have observed church people. Sometimes church people are hard to get along with. That's a whole other sermon. We'll do that for sure. um, But one of the things I noticed is we just had. All of us, what kind of drift? come, and do, and go home, come back, do, go home, we turn. There's a routine, you know, there's a rhythm. People who are, who are really good first people who, when you ask why do you get out of bed in the morning?' The, the best answer they can come up with is it, the alarm clock went off. And it's so on the other side of the room, and I can get up and go turn it off. If, if, if we're not people, a lot of us seem to be sidetracked so by. I decided to just be comfortable. One of the reasons that Jesus looked a lot like you or me, the way our views, our individual views, the reason Jesus looked an awful lot like us, our view is like we are, is like, because if oh, Jesus is like me, I oh, don't have to change. I can be comfortable. I've mm-hmm. never been uh, um, so. I do a lot. But I have one friend who observed that after a Wednesday night testimony meeting, some of you remember those Wednesday night testimony meetings where people would talk about how people were working in their life or had worked in their life because a lot of times the we remember, loved it really could be summarized. Like my friend said, it was a little bit of sarcasm. I was saved 25 years ago, I'm sanctified and testified now. And I started giving you, the last time, Jesus asked you to change something about yourself. About something you say, or, or you know, we're with you. And then did we go, change? I'm saved and testified. I don't need to change. I'm probably saved and testified for five years. I'm good. Yeah. Just as like a little kid who about the German people, you not that good. Yeah. I'm good, yeah. A lot of people are uh, sidetracked by wanting to time just don't want really to And either way, we feel a little of to switch. His words and actions could be summed up in that 17 words the that came with his for a sermon. The time is near now, the, the time has come. If you were about near, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. And so someday, someone will summarize our lives, each of our lives, in a sentence or so. And you're not to you and I can decide to speak and act in ways that will steer people toward Jesus and his message. Or we can. People misunderstand you if you decide you're gonna write it your your life you is going to be such that you know, people should treat you and it's messy. Will people misunderstand you, will people misinterpret you you can count on it. Just go if you're often well, you need to understand my personality. If you give me a you're gonna lose you're gonna lose options I get to pick which way you're going to be upset with me. I want you to be upset. Because it's your problem, not everybody can do that. And here's what you need to know: people still misunderstand Jesus. People still misinterpret Jesus. Unfortunately, we still misunderstand and misinterpret Jesus. That's why we need to be going through this process of learning about it. Will people mistreat you? Will people hassle or harass you? Perhaps. But probably not really as bad as you think it is. if Jesus was arrested, abused, executed. Uh, and there are a lot of people in the world today, in other parts of the world, who think that very thing because they follow Jesus. But they can be arrested. They can be agreed. They can be executed. Here. One thing I kind of brought in the prayer request is to that she received from a missionary network that talked about an Egyptian Christian that are on a box in Egypt. Uh, am I right? They have a tattoo right there. Right here. Oh, I thought, where oh, right here, they have a tattoo. All Christians. And it's on your head. Everybody knows you're a Christian. He's out on a bus full of Muslims and they haven't seen him since. They don't know where he is. Where's the last time that happened to you? All of you have to be talking about if I'm really hoping. You just lost those children. What do you think? You just lost them children, right? Yeah, no, sure. This, this, this is a real thing for a lot of people you know not here. Not here. Not here. Not here. Not here. you everybody do those same things. Hold your names. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been fit for being a Christian. I uh, maybe because I talk fast and I'm just, I don't know. I am gonna say that part that part of it. Um, I had another friend that told him he' never been in class and he ran back and well, no, that's not my problem, I just have to be talking about it. People will might, might not you, they might give you a hard time, they might harass you, they might hassle you, but you're not, at least a point in time, and I don't see who you the foreseeable future, who so, will not be arrested, or abused, or that's following to follow Jesus. So, if you decide to make your, to write your life sentence in a way that's going to sort of steer people towards Jesus, you're in a really good place. Your comfort and avoiding comfort are not the issue. Jesus was not comfortable. The person came to Jesus one day and said, I want to follow you. I want to be your disciple. And, and Jesus said, you know, I don't have a to say to you way like that. Are you sure? Yes. Jesus was surrounded by conflict. And you know the scariest part of it? He was surrounded by conflict with the church people of his day. People who the, I thing, the People who gave him the hardest time I told this about things a good sermon, they're still not this morning. The people who gave Jesus the hardest time were church people. Conservative, theologically conservative Bible comfort. Yeah, I've been in the church long enough, I see you can fall, unfortunately. If somebody somebody is going to summarize your life and you think of yourself, and the question again is will it Will your life send to fear people towards Jesus in His message, or not? But even more important, I think that's the More importantly, someday Jesus will come around your life. Day. someday, when Jesus don't like this life, will he say that you feel full towards him? So, what can we do? Here, I have some, uh, steps for us. I'll have to better. Okay. Start here now, Right now. Start now with an honest, Holy Spirit-led examination of what your current life sentence would be. Right. I write I shared this quote from Alpha chambers before not before long ago to somebody, you if you remember this? It's okay. If you don't remember it, it's okay too so because I'll I'll lose you. He said wait for us to have key is to turn ourselves over. To Need for us is to hand ourselves over to God. But they ask in the church that ask in the that not only think we are, or what we hope other people think we are, or or what we persuade ourselves or convince ourselves that we are, but or, or what we would like to be, even, but because is we really are, and to person. God. Explore me as I really am in your sight. Thomas wrote a similar prayer that I used to use in his prayer phrase. Holy Spirit, examine me and probe my thoughts. Test me I know my concerns and my anxiety. Show me if there's any distracting way in me. Show me if there's any. Way that my words are actions keep people from turning to Jesus. They guide you on your path. people towards Jesus. So, the first thing we need to do, and I'll encourage you to do it right now, right here. Let the Holy Spirit, if you think about it, show me what your the life is going to be What would be the summary of your life? And the second thing I would suggest is that you resolve to season to ask so that someday, long days come oh yeah. down, someday find a future, others will say that your life is the beginning to speak and toward Jesus. And your words are speaking and toward Jesus. And I would encourage you to follow that decision mm-hmm. Your life sentence and to write your life sentence in a way that would pre- scare people to reduce it, to follow that decision with frequent intentional evaluation in and reflection and repentance. Because repentance is another way to think of it, admit it is realignment. To repent means to realign our life with the big picture, with God's big picture. For, for a whole lot of people, for many of us, it needs to be it is different from the repentance that comes before we decide to follow Jesus. But there is a repentance there, and that repentance is I think going to be completely wrong direction. So but what we're talking about now for many of us is a repentance that comes long after I have chosen to follow Jesus. For me, was a very long time after. It, it, it's, for the of a better term. It, it's when a holy discontent settles in on us. We become aware of our very, of how broken we really are, and how our brokenness has broken other people, and how God wants to heal us and heal them. And really it happens when we start getting honest with ourselves and start saying, Jesus, change. I like to teach your life in this world. Change, but here's the truth. You are nothing like me. I'm nothing like you. But how do I'm broken. I'm be forgiven. I'm needing a part of your family. I'm be a faithful church tender. I'm be a member of the church tender. I need an honor to be up to here. But I'm still that stuff. Well, confessing. Repentance and confession go together. recognize, I'm not done, I have a long way to go to church. And the fourth thing I would suggest you do is find a group of three other people. Who are committed to helping each other become all the God's creators in to be. They're just is a group of people, or, or three, or, or people who are committed to helping each other become all each creators in to community. It's not about trying to police each other's lives, you know, setting up a little crowd. If there's a person like that in a group, get rid of it. Life. Because they are not help They're not helping you at all. What you need is somebody who says, I screwed up. Help me. And then when you screw up, they're the ones who say, I'm here to help you. What can we do? How can I encourage you? What can we do to help you so that we're next to get something out? When so we receive the Holy Spirit's grace and power to recognize our Jesus, to realign our lives with Jesus and his message, our purpose becomes then to encourage other people to hear our souls with Jesus and his message. Just as God has done for us. I think we'll get a moment. Uh, I, I told you earlier it would be okay to go to sleep. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes for about three seconds or don't open that again. I'll understand. But just close your eyes. I want you to imagine in, in your mind, in your sanctified imagination, imagine the waves of love the Holy Spirit can generate when we decide that our lives will be with Jesus. When we decide that the reason I get out of bed is not because I have to go turn off the alarm clock, but it's because I get to spend another day helping people know Jesus. you to think about how your loved ones, your friends, your coworkers, or fellow students would respond as those waves of love wash away the hopelessness that anchors in go We can participate in a movement, by way of and We can participate in a movement that transforms our communities into an oasis of hope. Someday, when Jesus summarizes your life, you should be clear. Someday, when Jesus summarizes your life, will He say, You steer souls towards Him and His message? Or will He say, Well done, thank you? You and not need to ask the Holy Spirit to transcend His life, but His grace and truth on our lives, to expose any distracting rage in us, so that we can be attentive. So we could be real on But just think about how the Holy Spirit let your life. How is Jesus summarizing life right now? Think about that for you. That mm-hmm. I it, it life. I'm you, going to find you to change your life i use the words of what I guide you in the rest of you and your own or sure, you. well, in my life. I confess I will not speak in the ways that was still here on this period. Everything about everything that I I the my call to you and the This my past, my present, and my future. Here are all my problems, habits, damage of defects, all things, both good and bad. Here are all my resources, all my finances, use my education, My physical appearance, my disability, my pain, my friends. i welcome you Jesus to rule over every aspect of my life and surrender to, to you all my hurt. to me and my I'm going to find my own anxiety. But don't stop there. You know me. Help me and to know you. Show me if there's any distracting way. and show me if my words are actually I'm actually keep people turning to Jesus. Help me turn around I'm going to realize my life will continue with is, and it just me on a path of three horse. So my life is really in the long run, I really I'm not as concerned about what other people are gonna say about my life as I'm concerned about what you're gonna say. And when I think when I see to companies, in order whatever happens.